Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, September 27th, in 1822, French scholar Jean-Francois Champollion announced he had deciphered the Egyptian hieroglyphics using the Rosetta Stone. Let's examine this. Some context is needed. The Rosetta Stone was found by chance when a French engineer in Napoleon's army was reinforcing the walls of an old fort in July 1799 in Egypt. He immediately recognized its importance because he was a scholar. But the stone was later seized by the British, as all things are. You know, Parthenon, whatever else is in the British Museum. As you can imagine, a proxy war ensued between the two countries. And the winner would be the first country to translate the stone, which was written in three different languages. Demotic, which is a form of hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics, and Greek. I'm not really sure if this was ancient Greek or Greek, but based on the time that the Rosetta Stone was written, and about, like, some 1400 BC, something like that, it sounds like ancient Greek. For years, it was thought that hieroglyphics represented ideas. But then came Jean-Francois Champollion, who knew French, Greek, Latin, Hebrew, Aramaic, Arabic, Avestan, Chaldean, Chinese, Coptic, Ethiopian, Pahlavi, Persian, Ancient Persian, Sanskrit, and Zend. I'm going to be honest with you. There are 16 languages there. I know none of them. Actually, I used to take Latin. And I may have read some Hebrew in my day. But the rest of the stuff, I have no idea. And that's 16 languages that he at least knew how to read. Like, that's saying something. The man who knew 16 languages did some addition. There were 486 Greek words on the Rosetta Stone, but 1,419 hieroglyphics. So, by simple math, obviously there were still things missing because the Rosetta Stone was like a piece of the stone. But because of there, there are so many hieroglyphics to so few Greek words, each individual hieroglyphic cannot represent one idea. And nor could it represent one word or a sound. Champollion realized that hieroglyphics depict ideas and sounds. Now, two other important discoveries helped him tremendously. The Banks obelisk from Philae with hieroglyphic and Greek inscriptions, and the Cassati Papyrus, written in Demotic and Greek. And using this, he was able to read Cleopatra and other names of the Greek and Roman pharaohs. But he needed copies of Egyptian pharaohs' inscriptions, not the Greek ones. This is where his Coptic paid off. You know, because, like, you just casually know some Coptic. He actually, like, tried to think as much as possible in Coptic and would just talk to himself in Coptic. An architect friend, Nicolas Rouillot, just returned from Egypt and shared his drawings with Champollion. He was able to read Thutmosis and, uh, on September 14th, 1822. And he became the first person to read genuine Egyptian hieroglyphs in 1400 years. Upon discovering this, he ran to his brother's office, yelled, I've got it, then fainted and was out for a week. He survived, though, and announced his discovery today, September 27th, 200 years ago.